Hey, hey, it's Tammy from Her Restored Spirit Podcast. I am so thankful you're tuning in. Today we are talking about, well, I was going to talk about self-care and in a way I do touch on it, but I realized that before you could really understand self-care, you've got to really understand the concepts that are behind it. And so today we dive into what it means to be enough, to be worthy, and to be deserving. Really on the basic level, to really just understand what God says and these words that are thrown around, how should we take them? Well, I don't want you to miss this, so listen in. Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Someone in our house sings in the shower. And I'm not talking about just singing a little song. I'm talking full-on concert, belting it out with no consideration, actually not even realizing that people in the house can hear. Now, I'm not going to say who it is because I don't want to embarrass her, but she's 11. And I love that she does this. I have also learned that I cannot mention it, that I can't say, or what what Isaac and I used to do is just to, she would come down from the shower and we would just start humming whatever song she she was belting. And then she would get embarrassed and couldn't believe that we spied on her when really there was no need to spy. It was so loud and with such confidence and force that our ears just heard it. That unfeathered, uninhibited joy that she had while she was singing in the shower, that is someone who is confident, who feels loved, who doesn't care what other people think or doesn't care that there's other people around. It really is just a moment of pure joy, a moment that you just celebrate the goodness around you and you just enjoy, well, the good acoustics for one, everyone sounds better in the shower, but just enjoying life. And today we just wanted to talk about that. I wanted to talk about some things that I realized were holding me back from that unfeathered joy, things that were holding me back. And from talking with you, I realized that you probably suffer from a lot of this too. I'm going to start talking about, I'm going to do an episode on self-care, 
But as I was researching self-care and really what it is, because it is a term now that's thrown around and I think that it gets a bad rap and people don't think that they deserve it or that they're capable of it or they don't have the money, they don't have the time, they don't have, you know, they just, it's not something for them. They know they need it, but they just don't put any effort into it. And I was trying to figure out why. Why don't we spend our time? Why don't we understand the value of rest and renewal? And what I came up with, and I will say this is something that I've been wrestling with for a while, this idea of being enough, being worthy, and also the idea of deserving good things. I grew up in a Christian household. I grew up loving Jesus and knowing that his salvation is a gift. I also grew up understanding that we don't get what we deserve and you don't deserve what you have. And so I grew up and I worked hard. I made sure that whatever I got, I worked for. Whatever I had, I showed great appreciation for because I knew I didn't deserve it. Almost to the point of I was afraid that it would be taken away. I was afraid that if I didn't appreciate it enough or if I didn't value it enough that the deserving, like God would realize that I don't actually deserve it and take it away. And so I was looking at women today. We do a really good job serving others. We do a really good job putting other people, our family, our friends above ourselves and being humble and grateful to do so. Because that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to carry each other's burdens and we're supposed to serve. Put yourself below others simply just to show love. But then I started to believe that if I didn't do that, and I wouldn't say that I believed it, but I think deep down inside, this gift of salvation, this gift of love and worthiness and being called worthy by God, I didn't really deserve that. And if I didn't do something to keep it, then I would lose it. And what a what a hard thing to come to grips with. Because I believe in my whole heart that God loves me. And I hear over and over that his salvation, his love, his grace covers all. That he is love, an example of love. And we didn't do anything to earn his love. He bestowed it on us. He chose us. Which, for a moment, even that, being chosen by him, what an awesome concept. What a honor, what a, well, it's just, what a, what a gift to be chosen by the God Almighty, the Alpha and the Omega, the one who created the world chose me. But if he chose me, that means that he can unchoose me. If he chose me, that means that I need to be the good Christian and serve 
be the good Christian and love others. But what if it also meant appreciating yourself, loving yourself, serving yourself? Because let's face it, if we don't take care of ourselves, how are we going to take care of others? I've said it before, you can't serve out of a dry cup. You need to serve out of the overflow. But how do we get there unless we look at what worthiness and deserving and being enough really means? So I'm going to start with enough. I looked looked it up and it's like as much or as many as required. It doesn't say an overflow. It says as many as required, as many as needed. You are enough. You are as much you as needed. If we didn't already have what it takes inside of us, then how could God have planned something before us beforehand? Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared ahead of time for us to do so. He already gave us enough to do what he's asked us to do. And here's the thing, is that if we embrace our enoughness, he fills in the rest. He's not telling us to do the most. He's telling us to be enough and embrace the gift of enoughness so that way he can show his glory. Over and over, he tells us to rest. In Zephaniah 3.17, the Lord your God is among you, a warrior who saves. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet in his love. He will delight in you with singing. I think sometimes we use the idea that we're not enough to be our excuse not to actually step out and be obedient. Well, I don't know the next step or I am not enough That's for somebody else. I will just sit back and I will sing my praises. But I don't think that's what God meant. I don't think that he made us enough and he delighted over us in singing just so we can sit on the sidelines, so we can build up other people. One of the things that I had to come to grips with is in Ephesians 2, 8 through 9, for you are saved by grace through faith. This is not from ourselves. It is God's gift, not from works, so that no one can boast. When we're given a gift, or even better, when we give a gift, it's from the bottom of our heart. It is because we love the person we're handing it to. And we want them to use it, to view it, even if it's flowers. We want them to delight in the gift and realize The intention was because we care. The intention behind a gift is to show love and gratitude and kindness. Don't you think God did that for us too? This gift that he saved us by grace through faith. And if we don't accept that portion, if we don't accept it as a gift, and we say, well, we're still not enough. Wouldn't that be hurtful? And as I look at this, because for, for a long time, I never felt enough. I felt good. I felt that I was capable. I felt that I had a lot to offer. 
but I never could rest in the thought that I was enough. The next idea is this idea of being worthy. So not only are we enough, but God calls us worthy. And worthy, when I looked it up, it means having or showing qualities or abilities that merit recognition in a specified way. Having good enough qualities to be considered important and useful. When God called us, when he prepared us for the good works that we were going to do, when he planned to use what we're going through for his good, he was calling us worthy. He was saying that we were good and we were good enough to be considered important and useful. So who are we to say that we're not? Who are we to not embrace that? And it's almost like a badge of honor as a Christian woman to say, to be humble and unworthy and to know that we're not enough. So God covers our unenoughness when really he's called us enough and he's called us worthy because of who he is, because of how he created us and who he created us to be. The good works that he planned in advance for us He didn't intend for us to do it alone, but he is asking us to step out in fear, step out in faith and step out in obedience and go for it. In Deuteronomy 31, 8 says, the Lord is the one who will go before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you or abandon you. Do not be afraid or discouraged. I also think that he means that he's going to go before us. So in the things that he's asked us to do, in this healing our broken spirit, healing our broken heart, he knows what's in store for us with that. He knows that if we take the hard steps to heal and to not only love others, but really love ourselves, he knows what he's about to do with it. He knows that we are feeling lost and alone. And in the moment, we're feeling unworthy, like we're not enough because we're broken. But then he says, child, I will not leave you or forsake you. I will not abandon you. I will go before you. He will be with you. So why don't we really embrace that? I encourage you, look up Deuteronomy 31.8 and really sit with that verse for a little while. What does it mean? What is, what is he prepared ahead of you? Where is he going and is, going, is waiting for you to show up? How has he not left you? Sometimes it may feel like he isn't right with us. But sometimes that's because he's waiting for us to invite him into the space. He's there. We just have to accept him. We just have to call to him. And we just have to let him show up how he's going to show up in that moment. Luke 12, 6 through 7 says, Aren't five sparrows sold for two pennies? Yet not one of them is forgotten in God's sight. Indeed, the hairs of your head are all counted. Don't be afraid. You are worth more 
than many sparrows. You are worth more simply because you're a child of God, because you have qualities or abilities that merit recognition. God wants to use your abilities, your qualities, the nuances about you that the world needs. The gift that he gave you, he gave it to you so you can share it, so you can make an impact. He's asking to partner with you. And what a cool thing that is. When I realized, I mean, when I stepped into really what my, I feel my calling is, and it's still a, it's still being formed, it's still being shaped, and I'm working to feel worthy enough for it. But by partnering with God and accepting that you're worthy simply because he says you're worthy, and then that's it. Accept it. Don't analyze it. Don't detail. Don't look at, well, what about me is enough? What about me is worthy? And God says, it's because of you. It's because of who I created you to be. And because of the impact that you can make, because he loves us, because he is a God of grace and kindness, and he is not going to waste anything because you have qualities and abilities that are important and useful. And so the final part of this, and this is the one that's still really hard for me to wrap my hand around, and I'm still working on it. So I am going to, well, I'm going to try to work through it and not just butcher the whole idea, but to deserve, to do something or have or show qualities of worth, whether it's reward or punishment. I think one of the reasons why the idea of deserving is so hard for me to grasp is because it's used so much in society. I deserve this or he did he got what he deserved and realizing that everything we get is from Christ. Everything we have, everything everything centers around this God who's created us and planned a life for us. And we don't get what we deserve because we're all sinners, right? So how does this word deserving, how can you resolve that into something that you do or have or show qualities of worth? If we did not have worth, if we did not have qualities of worth, I really believe we will not, wouldn't be here. God would not have needed to create us if he did not see something in us. And that alone shows that we are deserving. And it's almost like if we don't accept it, if we don't deserve, take that, if we don't take that concept of worth, if we don't step into who God called us to be, how God said we are worthy, then we're calling him a liar. And again, like I said, this this whole idea, because I don't believe that we deserve a lot of what we get. I and I, personally, it's really hard for me to say that I deserve something. And I was trying to figure out why. And it's that humbleness that Christ calls us to. 
that we are to call, we are to put people ahead of ourselves. And I believe that. But when you put it in the form of worth, I do believe that I'm worth something. I do believe that I have qualities and abilities that merit recognition, even if it is just by Christ. If it didn't merit recognition, he would not have given it to me. If the qualities and abilities you have were not useful, he would not have given them to you because he's not going to give someone a gift that is useless. Ephesians 2.4, but God who is rich in mercy because of his great love that he had for us. As I was researching what deserve and what do we deserve, what do we not deserve in the Bible, I realized that it's covered by his love, by his grace. And so we don't really need to deserve everything we get. Sometimes it's really just him showering us with praise and singing and delighting in us and loving us and giving us grace, knowing that we need it. God put a great worth on your life. He put great value on your life. In Ephesians 2, 7, he also raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavens in Christ Jesus, so that the coming ages, he might display immeasurable riches of his grace through his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. If he didn't find you worthy, he would not have seated you next to his only son. You're adopted into his family. So you are an heir. You are worthy to be called a son or daughter of Christ of God because he made you worthy to be. And I don't know about you, but that is really, I guess it just a sigh, breathe a sigh of relief and realize that I don't have to, I don't have to be deserving, but I can still embrace his goodness. I can still embrace his love and I am deserving based on the qualities that I have and that I show and they're worthy qualities because God gave them to me and he made them important. And I'm enough because I have as much as is required and then he will fill in the rest as much as needed. And so friend, I know that this this is hard to understand, and I'm. And you might still be at that feeling of, well, I don't feel that in my soul. But I think we have to come to grips with it. We have to really sit with it and pray about it and meditate on his word and trust and learn to accept that we are worthy, we are enough, and we are deserving simply because he loves us. And what an unhuman thing to do is to take broken souls, broken spirits, broken people and love them in spite of the brokenness, even when some of our brokenness is of our own doing. He doesn't guilt us. He doesn't chastise us. 
He says we're worth more than many sparrows. He, he sets us at his throne. He calls us his child, his beloved child. So then what do we do? Well, Hebrews 4, 16 says, Therefore, let us approach the throne of grace with boldness, with confidence, so that we, we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in the time of need. We just have to accept it. We have to go for it with boldness and realize that it's there for us. So as we talk about self-care, I think this is the basics, is understanding that we are enough, we are worthy, and we are deserving simply because God, God says so. So that means you are worthy to take care of yourself. You're worthy to rest without fear. You're worthy to be who you were created to be. You are worthy to step out of fear. You're worthy to admit that you're enough. You're worthy to invest in yourself. You're worthy because God called you worthy. And it doesn't matter what the world says or what you say about yourself. God says you're worthy, so we need to claim it. And that, and that's the first step to true self-care is realizing that we can care about ourselves because God cared about us first. So think about this today. Think about that this week. What could it mean? I told you the story about my daughter singing and having that joy. When she does that, I just sit back and I am, it's just joy for me to see her step into her, her being, who she is, her confidence. Her voice may be a gift that only her mama could love, but her confidence and her just rejoicing in the moment is such a pleasing sound. It's such an exciting thing for me. So how much more is it for God to watch you, to observe you and just to catch you being joyful about who you are in the moment? Taking the gift that he gave us and putting it on like a coat, putting it on like a, a big warm blanket and accepting it embracing it just because he loved us first. <laughs>